the licking gives me more control than putting a sponge on it. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa and Rafael Marquez Castañeda. <laughs> I don't know why that takes me. That, <laughs> it that throws me off that's every a, time. <laughs> that's a. I like that. I like AKA it. the Blue Bubble Boy, Henny Blanco, Henny Loggins, ASAP Rafi, AKAs for days. Awesome. <laughs> the, the my friend who I watch her daughter her last name is is Marquez um and I don't know why I had to share that but I just did you must know her first as Jackie Cation <laughs> would say good story great good story <laughs> we will talk about the Monday episode with Jennifer Romolini and the Thursday episode Allison's meltdown Daniel's rage cemetery bunnies but first we will welcome the other two guests that are joining us tonight welcome Leanne thank you glad to be here. How does it feel knowing that we all know you're not blind anymore? Well, it was a revelation that was bound to come out. I wish that you had contacted me for a statement first, but, you know, it's out now. Yeah, well, the guide dog was even fooled. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guide dog looks at me he's like, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> She's just messing with me now. I like that. <laughs> and that other voice you heard is Lee. Welcome, Lee. Hi. Say, hey, want to hear a song? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ready? It's best friend fan cast recording day. Raphael staggers in. It's put out by fan Lisa Lowry. And it's done in her garden shed. The show's about Allison Rosenquantz with Colonel Jeff and her guests. And she's talking with Daniel, with Wendy the Spaniel, and little Elliot Babies the best. And Raphael eats like an animal while Don brews up the beer. From near or from far, wherever Allison fans are, come on, get Parkansky in here. So here's the guy and the lady. Get your favorite JMOs ready. It's the best friend fan cast time in here. I fucking love That was amazing. That's Are you good. kidding me? Oh my gosh. You're very, very talented in many different ways, and I feel honored <laughs> that you brought that to the table. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I'm going to have to re-listen to that back and just, I was, I didn't put myself on mute, but I was trying not to laugh the whole time. <laughs> I'm like nodding that my was... head, I'm like, yes, that's good. That's good. And Jay Inslee right now is going, oh, thankfully I didn't have to try to auto-tune that. <laughs> Shout out to Jay for the behind the scenes work on Jay. that you sent in. <laughs> that was so good. Well, you know. What else is going on? Yeah. Let's do some shout outs. Um. Lee, why don't you start us off? Do you have shout outs, Lee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I, you other know than, you, you know, shout uh, out I. To Megan, you shout Megan, out to Megan and Raphael and Don. And Bruce by Don. And Jay. And yeah. uh, yeah, Jay. Yeah. Now he's Ray Morgan. Yep. What more Rocket can you Surgeon. Ask for? There you go. 
Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Lil Rafi, how about you? Yeah, just shout out to Kelly. Uh, she's over there in Iowa, I think. And, uh, you know, I enjoy seeing her Snapchats of pouring rain. And, shit, who else was I going to shout out? I forgot. But a uh, shout out to them, too. It would have been me, but I'm here, so you're not... You that's know. what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> if you think you deserve a shout out, that's who it was. And sorry you're so for- sorry you're so forgettable. <laughs> oh, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leanne, shout outs. Okay, I've got three, um, and I'm sure I'll wish I had more. First, I actually want to shout out. I hope it's okay to make this shout out, but I wanted to shout out to Shannon Stokes. She is a member of our fancast Facebook page, but she's also on my personal Facebook page. She had gotten, it looks like she got into an accident three or four months ago that was pretty severe that landed her in the hospital for quite some time. And her husband had been routinely um, updating everybody about it. And she's come out of it and it seems like she's doing quite well now. But I think it was probably a very scary time for her family and friends at the time. So shout out to her. She's always been very supportive. I've seen her, you know, I consider her very supportive because she likes my comments. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so shout out to her. She's, she's awesome. And then shout out to Jennifer for a couple of three things. I'm hoping I remember what the three things are now. I have her name written down, but the first one was that she's a fellow Jackie and Lori show fan with me. And the second thing is she's very thoughtful about, if she sees a picture that's Allison related or something, she'll send me an email kind of telling me about it, describing it to me. So that's always very, that's very sweet and appreciated. And then the third thing, we might have to wait on that because it suddenly slipped my mind, but Jennifer, awesome. And then my last one is Don, Bru- bruised by Don. <laughs> Don Bru, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. Very supportive, very supportive on Twitter. And so I think. And I'm glad he's back because I remember a couple recordings ago that I did, we were wondering where he was and then suddenly he came back and it was very exciting. And I don't even drink beer. And I was excited. Mm, there's our next rumor spread. <laughs> you're, you're not blind and you're actually an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm oh, glad about- you shouted out to Shannon because I think Rafi, you gave her a shout out months back and she was in a coma, I believe, or yeah. something. And Yeah, that that was, yeah. Okay. And I think she's I am at I am stoked on Twitter, unless I'm getting them confused, but that could be her that, husband. That's gotta be. But I'm no, guessing it's her. Okay. I think it's her, because I don't think he's I mean I could be wrong. Sorry, Shannon, if we're wrong, but I I'm guessing he's not an Allison listener. He might be. And then also shout out to uh Shanna Freeman. Is that who She's also awesome. And Kelly is uh, everybody is almost everybody's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to the five percenters, uh, you know, you know right. what song we could play if we were on Allison's show. That's right. You know, oh, like oh, I think like I, I said in one of my comments, the the Allison pool is relatively dud free. But I mean, yeah, there are some speed bumps. There's there always a couple. Yeah, of course. And then I'd like to give a shout out one more. I promise to Deborah Schmoo. She is a new Allison fan. Allison read her comment a few uh, weeks ago, or actually Al read it, um, a few weeks, iTunes comment. And I think I probably mentioned it before and took credit for it before she heard about the show from me on a different group that we're in. And so I'm very proud of that. 
but she's really loving the Thursday people and I'd like her to be on the show sometime to tell us her story. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. I'd be, I'd be curious yeah. to, I, I haven't really put my feelers out really on Twitter like I used to to get new yeah. people in and I like talking to all the same people because hey. I feel like yeah. we're all close now and I, you know, you guys are like family and it's kind of, it's it's fun but it is fun to get fresh meat. Like, you know, Rafi usually gets the fresh meat in but And there's somebody else, Rachel Seth. She hasn't said anything on the Facebook page yet but she just joined last week and she heard about the podcast i want to say from me as well um from a different group that we're in and has been listening so well bravo i'm just trying to help allison grow her podcast i won't yeah. use the other word she used uh-huh you want to grow the mf <laughs> yeah. is that other facebook group by any chance not blind and alcoholic but a can't admit it group <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to ask me something, Lisa? Yeah, I was going to say, did you remember your other one or no? I, re- I did, and I remembered a second one, actually. Oh. So the first one was going to be shout out to the gal who is going out on dates with my best friend, Megan Parkansky. Yeah, um, yes, that's right. Applause. She's currently yes. in Denver because she's a musician. And guess where oh, I'm going what? tomorrow night? What? To awesome. Play. That's, uh, uh, that's a small world, so, isn't it? Yeah, so that's and awesome. And she's a musician? Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Bravo what? to her and to Megan. Maggie yeah. Poo. And then the second shout out is going to be to Ray Morgan because he found the Vimeo clip of Allison's um, little pilot thing proposal that she shot with uh, Doug Benson and with Greg. And when it popped up on Facebook, I was like, how have I not seen this? So good right. work finding that. Um, yeah, that was really awesome to see. Now, just as a caveat, Allison doesn't really want to talk about it and asked us to keep it in the group, in the mm. private Facebook group. Ah, okay. So, I think. So, if you're not in the private Facebook group, I mean, suck it. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> or join the private Facebook well, group I mean, and join, you can talk about it with I us. I mean, join right, or right. suck it. That's <laughs> what I really should have said. <laughs> Allison, your sweetness is really coming out tonight. <laughs> I know. I. I and I get requests every once in a while, and I'm like, usually I just automatically accept, but a few of them I'm like, I don't I don't know about you people, and I don't want to judge by profiles, and I don't want to profile people, literally. But uh, some of the people, it's like, I think you're just trying to, when they join like 45 groups, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure oh. you're not. And I am judging right. a book by the cover. I do. But there are some that I've left in there as just not accepted and not denied because I'm like, what if they might be, but I don't see anything about Allison in their feed. I don't yep. see anything about anything else. So then I'm like, mm. yeah, that's how you should do it because um, I don't want how... an infiltrator is what I don't want. Right, right. That's and how I, I don't want on... a mole, especially don't want a mole, but right, right. <laughs> I think you're being, sm- I think you're being smart. Okay, good. But, or look them up on, t- see if you can find them on Twitter oh, maybe. That's not a and- bad idea. Because that's kind of easier to tell if they're fans of Allison, I feel like, than yeah. Facebook. I just went through and cleaned out my Twitter, actually, on both accounts. Because I thought, number one, I kind of, I inherited Best Friends Fan Cast group because that was, used to be the JMO Patrol one. So there were a lot of, you know, old accounts that were not anything have to do with me or things that I like. So I'm, right. like, I'm going to go through and see if anyone's not following me, I unfollow them. And then I... On some of them, I would look to see if they talked about Allison at all. And then I right. just clicked, you know, I literally took off 200 off of each account. And it was like, yes, wow. sloughing it off. 
God, I really sound horrible. Anyway, my quick shout outs <laughs> once again, Teal, Tamara Holler at TL Holler. I don't know if yes. I'm those two up, but yes, always supportive and always She's great. awesome. Yeah. And to everyone else that you guys have said and uh, Rachel for putting up with Mr. Marquez Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I'm just kidding, Robbie. Miranda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Jennifer Romolini. I, um, what was I going to say? I'm fucking melting. Can I just tell you guys right now? <laughs> I want to take a picture, but it's not going to be pretty. I put my bangs up because I'm so sweaty. I had to get my bangs out of my face and I'm dripping sweat. It's so hot out here. Uh, Anyhow. 75, 78 degrees or what? Oh, I think it's. 90 probably. It's probably 90 something in the shed or close to yeah. 100. It's, it's gotten a little cooler here, but it's still rough. They insulated Ugh. it very well, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and I can't turn the fan on because God forbid, don't want ambient noise. Right, Maggie Poo? <laughs> what you do for your art. I, yeah. Oh my God. That's a whole other thing. Ah, uh, okay. I'll talk about that another time. Let's, we're trying to get through this. My fucking art. Oh she, no. Did I just, uh, set no, off another I've, existential I've rough, crisis? I literally have had a rough, since the people that were here on May 20th or whatever day it was, after everyone left, I swear to God, I've had, like, the worst, like, everything bad happens. Like, nothing horrible like death or, like, anything. But it's just, like, everything I touch turns to shit. And I'm just, like, God oh. damn it. I sold well, a bunch sucks. of stuff, actually, of my art. And I was really excited about it. And I went to put some finishing touches on the ones I sold. And it ruined them. So I'm having to redo them. In oh, the meantime, no. Like, people have paid for them. And I'm, like, literally having oh. nightmares about it. And oh, because no. I want to get it out and I don't want to be like, oh, cool, you sent me a bunch of bullshit or, or it's taking too long to get here or like, I don't know, I'm just stressing about it. And I was so excited that, that I sold a bunch of stuff, but then it's like, fuck, now all this pressure. Yeah, that's <sighs> terrible. But I'm on the other side of it now. Like, I'm the cusp of it was a couple of days ago and today I'm like, I'm coming out of it. I, there's an end in sight and I feel like it's better, but there's still one little okay. less hurdle. So hopefully. Anyway, art, art with a lowercase a. All right, Jennifer Romolini, author of Weird in a World That's Not, a career guide for misfits, fuck-ups, and failures. I feel like she wrote this book for me. Um, <laughs> she was a great guest. Hey, Leanne, what do you think about Monday? Okay, well, I think um, I really liked the Monday show. I thought it was really cool. I love it when Allison has people on that she, she knew in the past, people that like colleagues or old friends or acquaintances. I think that's a lot of fun, even though sometimes she worries that, you know, she's getting too much in, in the weeds with them. I think it's fun to hear that, like those connections. Um, and, and I didn't, I didn't get the impression that she and Jen knew each other super well, but that, but they did have some of the, well, actually it seemed like they had different experiences. Um, cause Jen seemed to really lo love working there where Allison seemed to, not feel as great working there. So that was interesting. And the other thing that I'll, I will just say is that I'm really hoping since Jen is like the chief officer of that Shonda Rhimes website, that Allison gets to write for it. Because obviously, Jen would have the power to hire her to do that. And Allison has been, you know, mentioning on Patreon in the Patreon episodes and on the regular ones that she kind of has missed writing. And and I won't get into what the story is because that's for the episode. But she, you know, a, a recent writing thing that kind of uh, that she talked about 
on the Patreon, the latest, or on the last Patreon episode, kind of showed that she did kind of want to do some writing, but had been, you know, kind of turned down from for something that, that was a little disappointing. So I'm hoping that, you know, while normally Shondaland isn't necessarily a website I would read, I, I think Alice would be a great voice on that website because I think it's a voice for women, basically. That's my impression anyway, without knowing much about it. I'm, I, I know that Jen did explain what it was, but I don't remember but i think allison would be awesome for that and i tweeted i said i hope it's not out of line for me to say this but i hope that that we'll be able to read allison on shondaland and both allison and jen did favorite that or did like that tweet so i'm hoping that is an endorsement of the idea yes i you know i i do like it when she brings in people that she's worked with before people from her past they worked at timeout new york together which you're right. It seems like they had two different experiences. And I was thinking the exact same thing when Jennifer was saying, <clears throat> I'm trying to find some good writers and bringing in yeah. great writers. And I thought, ooh, that would be kind of perfect. And I think Allison needs something like that right now to try yeah. and tap, tap into that maybe something that's not being as used as much. Yeah. You know, and she's I... all podcast and she's all baby. And, you know, her writing, I think, is the heart of who she is. Yeah, and her writing is so effort seems so effortless, yep. effortlessly awesome that I just uh, I want to see her writing again. I agree. One of the articles that Jennifer was talking about that I thought was really funny was the being nice and positive for a month and being upbeat. And I was <laughs> yeah. wondering if any of us could do that. Where you no. just, I mean, when when I, when the kids were younger, I, that was literally what I just had to do all the time. It was like everything's great, like. <laughs> Perfect. And now, you know, then they start seeing, they would start seeing cracks in the, in the exterior <laughs> where they're like, oh, mom's a little nuts. <laughs> but, I can pull it off for actually days at a time when we're at a Special Olympics event. Oh, uh, okay. See? Yes. So I, I do get practice and then I leave the Special Olympics event and go, oh, everyone, I hate you all. <laughs> you have Release. the inner monologue that Daniel has at his, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which he's like, I think that inner monologue will come in handy when he's dealing with other parents of other students and other just dealing with other parents in general at the school any any time I just feel like that's my inner monologue where I'm like fuck you just really oh, no. this is I it thought, but it's horrible <laughs> I thought you were thinking do you want a cookie <laughs> <laughs> well that too <laughs> yeah, sure. And her being the chill out editor, as far as like trying out massages and the no talk therapy and crystals and, and doing all she's those not, kinds of things. She's not chill. Right. <laughs> she she kind of responded to that, but it sounded like she was kind of caught off guard by that a little bit where it's like, oh, no, I thought she had, she agreed. I thought she said, yeah, I'm not chill. True, and she was just kind of like, oh, I think I know who said that. It's like, uh-oh, somebody <laughs> yeah. just stirred the pot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Lee, what did you think? Uh, I loved her energy and her when she was discussing hiring and negotiating for wages. And I just think, oh, where was someone like this when I was in the open job market? I would so love to work someone with that sort of vision and, and, and goals in mind and a long-term thinker. And some morals and integrity that I haven't seen in an awful lot of middle and upper management. So I was just so enamored with, uh, with the, the way she was speaking of how she runs her business and how she interacts with other people, uh, negotiating pay, you know, my angle when I feel I'm being underpaid isn't so isn't going to my supervisor or the management and saying, Hey, I think we need to increase my pay. My answer is always, well, 
my two weeks. I'm leaving. <laughs> I found some place that paid better, you know, and there's never any negotiating. It's see ya. <laughs> I'm right. out of here. Th- that's so. the point where I start stealing stuff. That's my <laughs> ju- <laughs> that's my justification of like, oh, you don't appreciate me? I'm not going to speak up for myself and say anything, but I'm just going to go ahead and start stealing what I think I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said she liked pocket notes, and that's me. I've always got a a, a six fold pocket note with everything I need to. Don't forget this. Don't forget that. So I've I've always got a six page running pocket note going on in my oh right my hip pocket. Okay. Number one, you must not get sweaty or you use a permanent marker or something for starters. Ballpoint. Maybe it's just because I'm melting right now and, and my notes are starting to run. But <laughs> 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 is this when they start talking about the bujo, the bullet mm. point, or is that during JMOs? At some point. No, I think it's during the, the JMOs, I think. That, yeah, bullet journaling. Right. Which yeah. I used to be, we'll just talk about it now. We, I used to be a real list maker where my lists would have lists. Ooh, so nice. Right. So I'd have like one layer here where it's like, look to this la- list and this one. That way you have like one that might last a year and then one might, might be a monthly one and one oh. like a day-to-day one. But then, and you're transferring and you're crossing off. But I like Colonel Jeff's where you have like one thing, rip it up and it's satisfying and throwing it away. But I honestly, it started making me crazy with all the lists that I just thought okay i what rafi does where he has his memo lists i started doing that so i have certain things that are it's not like day-to-day things like yes it's like okay i need to look into the whatever whatever it is i have something i can go look at it but i'm not looking at a list every day and pining over and looking at like what a failure that i am that i haven't crossed anything off or that whatever I know what to do in my day-to-day life. And I was literally like writing every little thing down. And I think this came up on an old, during an old Thursday gang, uh, an old, old Thursday gang episode about when you forget to put something on the list that you've done. And I would, and they've done this. I think Gary was talking about this where he would write it and then cross it off right away just to have that satisfaction. But Oh, like, I do that. That's going, <laughs> that's driving yourself nuts. And no, I, I do it. Know, <laughs> I do have nightmares of forgetting to do things and anxiety about that. But, and I do like making lists for certain things, but I think that just got out of hand where I'm like, okay, I, I need to not have so many things running at the same time. I need to like dial it down a little bit, but yeah. it, it it's good in in moderation. I think yeah, there's a healthy balance. I make lists sometimes for work typically, and I do get a little satisfaction out of just being able to check something off. But that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, do you take notes on with memo to list too? In my iPhone notes app, there are tons of notes and lists, but mostly I don't know. I don't I don't really have any kind of organization. I just write things down and then like when I take notes for this show, it it'll just be like a something like kind of like You're just all, like this, this meat's been sitting out for three days now so probably okay to eat it i'm getting delirious from is that like a mad cow disease symptom oh my gosh um, my my father-in-law had an office mate that died from that <laughs> oh no <laughs> yes i don't know how delirious he got but well i'm not that lucky um oh, oh. no <laughs> Uh, I just like write like little bullet points. It'll be like, God, I really can't think of a single example. But no, my notes are weird and only I understand them. And that's how I like it. I was going to say, that's good. You don't want other people to understand them. True. 
But if anyone ever looks at your notes, I get I get very um, self-conscious. self-conscious. Thank you. Whenever anybody records with me in the shed, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like they're going to see my little doodles and my horrible writing and like what I thought was funny. <laughs> 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 and it's just like it's very vulnerable. And, you know, when I see other people's notes, I don't think, oh, lame notes. Like, I don't think that. But I'm so self-conscious about my own that. that- that's tied in with the Thursday show. We're, we're, we're so hard on ourselves, but if you think about it. But we'll talk That's about that so more when we get true. to the Thursday show. It's so true, though. Rafi, Can in I... your notes, did it have anything about tweezer revelations or permanent clothes tattoos? I'm pretty sure that's what you were talk- wanted to talk about about Monday. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> Do the other three of you use tweezers at all? I, I use them at work. You use them at work. Okay. Rafi, secretly? Yes, I use tweezers. Uh, no, not pub repair. <laughs> um, I have a prodigious George Harrison-esque unibrow, and unlike mm. him, I'm not in the Beatles, so <laughs> I have to keep it in check. Uh, oh, rest in peace, George Harrison. He's not alive. But, Amen. Amen. Uh, George Harrison. So, you know, I got to clean Beatle. it up every now and then. True. <laughs> Very true. Anyone um, who says John, they're just fucking, yeah, whatever. They're just feeding into, yeah. Who, um, who, aren't, who aren't we allowed to say? Yeah, people who pick John as the best Beatle oh. are just delusional. Well, Paul, Paul's my favorite. but He's my second George. favorite. Okay, so I'm allowed to have him as my favorite? Of course. I, I, oh, like, yeah. some of, I like some of his solo stuff, too, but that's awesome. You're topic. allowed to do whatever. We'll silently judge you another time. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm okay but, with that. Yeah. George Harrison, number one. All the way. And best oh. solo career, too, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, the tweezer thing, I never thought about what Jennifer said was like, why aren't they sharp anymore? Like, why don't they whatever? And I like the tweezer man ones. Actually, I, that was my revelation previously when when Jenna was talking about these. I'm like, I just spent $15 on tweezers. All right. And they changed my life because as <laughs> some of you may know, I I am eyebrowless, but I do get a lot of wild hairs <laughs> where I don't want anything to grow. So I'm pretty... Oh, and also my chin hairs, because let's be honest, I'm 40, I'm 40 something by now. I don't even know how old I am. <laughs> anyway. I just, I just checked my chin to make sure I didn't have any chin hairs just now. <laughs> oh my God. That, that <clears throat> reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where they're like, we're, the worst thing about being blind. I don't know if I'm going to be eating bugs. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't that. know if I have chin hairs that I, need to be plugged. That is the worst thing. I not knowing. Is it that. okay? What is that is that the worst thing? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm all. I'm an asshole. Is that the worst thing though? What is the worst thing? Even though you're not blind, about being blind. Oh, yeah. oh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Except for you, did, you did have some sight at some point, but maybe yeah. I had your some worries sight. are different. I think. I think about okay. This but is not a lot. Sound, this is going to sound really bad. <laughs> I think about you. Damn it! I think oh, about no. you every time I have my period. <laughs> Oh, have we not? Have we not discussed we this? We did. We did. Okay, and I was gonna say you brought that up. Right. I was like, if Jerry was a woman, that would be his biggest fear. Yes. Oh that, boy, oh, that changed boy. my whole life. I was like, oh my god, like okay, things could be bad, but I could be blind right now during my period and not know if right. I have it or if I'm done. I say you hold hold on to that whenever you're feeling low. Yes, and hopefully that will bring you back up. You know. <laughs> I, I hopefully Sorry. that's not disparaging to you but i will thank you no no it's no it's not <laughs> okay good. i feel like you're feeling my pain 
I totally am. <laughs> I I feel like I'm such an empathetic person, but then when I find out someone else's strife that I never thought it's too of, much. I'm like, holy then, shit, my life it becomes is your fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, speaking of that, I had a total side note, and I know I'm trying to like, let's speed through this, but I had a dream about you, Leanne, a couple nights ago. Oh. I've been okay. having the weirdest dreams lately, like between nightmares and just like very vivid dreams. But I went to go meet you and Bill. Granted, I don't mm-hmm. know what he looks like. So he just looked like what he did in my, he didn't, you didn't even look <laughs> right. like you in my dream. Hey, that, that's kind of like my dreams. I don't <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I went to meet up with you and then the street sweeper was coming where I was parked. So I ran to go change it and I couldn't. I kept running and running. I couldn't find my car and then I couldn't get back to you. And I was just running and, oh. and running in the streets <laughs> of Orange, just running and running, trying to find my car. So no anxiety over here. Right. It sounds like there's some stuff going but on I, there. I, I met know. you in my dream. So that's cool. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> cool. Can I bring up something that yes. I thought was interesting that did make me think that I related to? And it was Jen mentioned that she regretted not doing something about her boss who was, in my opinion, sexually harassing her because, you know, she normally thinks of herself as a strong woman who would do something. And it made me think of me, my favorite topic. No, I'm just kidding. It made me think of me because I regret there was a specific restaurant that we used to go to that that would make a huge deal when we went there with my guide dog, Amigo, and would sit us in the back. And one time they even put a screen around us. What? Yeah. And so Bill, so we were for, I might've told this story before, but so there's, this would happen a bunch of times in a row. So then one day my sister came down to Bangor to visit us and she used to be a journalist. So she said, here's what I think we should do. I'll go in and sit down at a normal, you know, and they'll probably sit me at a normal table. And then you guys come after and come sit down and we'll see if they ask us to move. And so, you know, normally it would just be Bill and I going in there. So they would just put us wherever. So we weren't quite sure, except for the screen. That was pretty obvious. And so she did that. And then we came and, sat, and they actually sat her towards the front. And then we came in a few minutes later and sat down. And sure enough, somebody came and asked us if we could move to the back. And my sister was just like, you cannot do that. You know, that's against the law. He's a service dog. He's a guide dog. And they're like, well, it might upset other patrons. Well, I'll tell you, every time we went there, as they were seating us in the to the back, you know, we had to walk past a whole bunch of people. And the whole time, everybody was like, oh, what a beautiful dog. So they knew that it wasn't bothering the pa- other patrons. So it was some, it was an issue with somebody who worked there. So my sister said, no, we're fine. We're, we're going to stay right here. And so it was confirmed to us at that point. We couldn't deny it anymore that they were purposely. And then she tried to tell us later, you know, again, tried to justify it. And so I regret that I didn't report them because I, in my work all the time, I tell my students, you know, a lot of my job is to help them advocate for themselves. And there, and then I didn't do it for myself. So I still regret that. Would I go back and not do it again? Sure. But I still regret it. (laughs) It's amazing that anyone would do that in this day and age. Well, there's lots of stories like that, but that one was just so blatant. Like other apartments when we moved here wouldn't rent to us because we had a dog, even though he was a service dog and stuff like that. But that one, the restaurant one was just absolutely blatant and I should have reported it, but I didn't. And it's just unreported incidents of anything like that, that go on all the time. And and Jennifer's, her theory about millennials speaking up, you know, everyone gets down on millennials, but 
it's nice hey. to hear one, a positive thing that maybe they will speak up for themselves. And I know I was definitely sexually harassed when I was younger, when I was first working and when it happened many times, but you don't say anything because, well, right. number one, it's your boss. And number two, it's just like, when it was happening to me, I was 15 or 16. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't want right. to make, just like Allison, I don't want to make waves. So if I was in an office setting, it, I would be easy prey <laughs> because yeah. I would just be like, I don't know what to do. <clears throat> like that. And that's who they look for and not people to not speak up. And right. so that's nice to hear about maybe millennials in general, maybe speaking up more when yeah. your rights are wronged. <laughs> I like the millennials personally, but well, I work with yeah. them a lot, so. <laughs> I, yeah, and they're volunteering a lot and helping us out. So uh, I think it's really amazing the uh, quality of people that are coming up, the younger people, and uh, they've impressed me to all ends. Yeah, there's there's crappy people in every generation. So, so. true. That's, and that's good to <laughs> yeah. hear because, you know, yeah. like I've said about any group anywhere, <clears throat> the loudest people are usually the worst, and that usually represents a group, and that's unfortunate. But yeah. in every well, generation, lo- you're going to be like, oh, mine was... I honestly don't think mine was the best, but I feel like every generation gets worse. <laughs> well, but I don't I, think like ours was so great. I, during it, I'm like, ugh. Well, they used to, the generation before ours pooped on us too. So, but I, Lori Kilmartin, she tweeted an interesting story that happened to her a couple of weeks ago. You know, she was a former guest on Allison Show. And somebody had hit her car that was parked near her house and then tried to drive off. And these two teenager girls saw it and they ran after the car and got the license number of the person and then came back and knocked on her door and told her about it. So the Whoa. police were able to get, get that person. So I'm like, come on. These teens wow. aren't so bad. There are there are some bad teens, but there's some great ones. Yeah. So anyway, cool. that was way off topic, wasn't it? <laughs> That's okay. Raphael's a millennial, so we can see if he has anything to say about himself. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, though? Oh, I thought. Yeah, you- yeah, you definitely are because I'm right on the edge. Like I am, but hardly. So I'm you definitely are. Like, but like 29 to 33 ish right now, or 20 ish. No, 30, it's like mid early. 30s? I think it's like I think it's 80. For people who are born in 19. Oh, I'm like 80 year olds. No, <laughs> okay, 1980 yeah. is the cutoff or something like that. Yeah. Shout out to all my millennials out there. <laughs> right, Megan, millennial. You know. Yep. Jenna Rachel, Al. millennial. Yep, Jenna and Al. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm, I took a picture of myself. I might send it to just you guys because I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like gross. Do you have eye makeup on? Oh, yeah. It's staying. Oh, that always makes it so much better when you sweat. I know. I'm, I'm hoping it'll stay because we have friends coming over later. So I'm like, I don't want to have to redo my makeup. <laughs> oh, I'm Alice Cooper. I swear. Yes. Post it. And you should post it with the episode to show oh, just God. Hot. How oh. hard this is. What a sacrifice you're making. That would be quite a sacrifice. <laughs> That's a little too much truth. You're like, no. <laughs> I won't have to see it, so. Right. Or so we <laughs> Right, right, right. So Allison talked about this actually on both episodes, the whole motherhood, work-life yes. balance. And it really hits home for me on m- many different levels. And... I think we'll talk about more more about it on the Thursday show. But number one, I'm just really I'm I'm worried about Allison, and I don't know if that sounds weird, but it sounds like I'm worried about both Allison and Daniel now. But I guess we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, true. <laughs> but Allison, you know, like with the whole Stevie Ryan thing happening, yeah, and you put your best foot forward, and you never really know what's going on, and she could be on a show being all happy, 
like I've had some serious, horrible things going on in my life and I'll still come on here and be like laughing and like, just like, you know, you put on a different face. And I think about, I never think about that with her because she just seems like she doesn't get that dark, but it just sounds like she kind of is. And I, and I feel for her because I've been there in that early parenthood stages and just wondering where you fit in and everything. And I yeah. don't know. I just worry about her. I don't think she's going to kill herself for anything. And I hope, I mean, I hope that's not where she's headed, but I just feel like she's just, she just seems so fragile right now. And I just feel worried about her. Yeah, I agree. I worry about her too. And I hate, you know, I think it's pretty heartbreaking to, for her to see her be so hard on herself when so many people think she's so great, you know, right. it's like, ah, but you know, it, 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 it doesn't all depend on that. So I'm right. glad she's getting, she's seeking help now. Yes. And, but, and the other thing is you say it doesn't, <clears throat> none of that matters, but all those things that she strives for are all those things. They're all those frivolous validation yeah. things that don't really mean anything in the whole scheme of life. And right, she has make it, it, but it's not enough yet. So, right. It, like and you then, said, I'm glad she's getting help because to straighten that out would be good. Uh, the quote that <clears throat> I heard her say on the Monday episode, and I think she said it a different time, that was like, ugh, a, a, a punch to the gut was that she, you know, she said she doesn't feel it as much now, and I hope she doesn't. But sometimes I worry that she's just saying that so we don't feel so bad for her. But right. that that she wondered if she traded something for some something that she was really good at for something that she was mediocre at. And that was sad to hear. So I'm hoping that really has passed because right. there's no doubt she's a good mother. So no. I mean, nobody and doubts the, that. The hard part about, well, one of the hard parts about being a, a mother, especially, I mean, she had a career and then she chose, and then she had, then she became a mom. So there's right. a big difference between her and I, my main goal in life was to be a mom. That's what I wanted to be. And then eventually I'll move on to some other things. Maybe I'll go back to school to be a teacher like, and finish that or do something else. But I feel like being present in my children's lives now, it's such a short amount of time to give away, but you get so much back from it because they right. start school after, I mean, I didn't do preschool cause I don't believe in that, but kindergarten after five years, it's five short years. And I can say I didn't miss a thing. I didn't miss one thing out of my kids' lives. All of their first everything were with me. And you can't trade that in. You can't trade that in for a promotion at work. You can't trade that in for you did a great job on this article. Like, it's just something that is worth so much more. But there's no there's no boss giving you a paycheck with your name on it. So there's no validation except for the fact that you raise a decent human being. And that right. the payoff is great, but it's 18 years down the line or, you know, you get little things here and there, but you, the weight is, is big. And a lot of times the, you know, the validation is, is there, but you're not going to be at an awards show like, Oh, you just won this award or you just got this promotion or you just got whatever. It's just, you have to be a hundred percent with yourself to, uh, to feel it. And it's hard because she's seeking the validation from so many other people that she, that she gets, but Elliot's not going to, Elliot's going to be like, <laughs> I'm not one of your fans. Like, um, right. A mommy dearest, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I know it's not gonna be that drastic, but it's just, you know, she's got being a mom is such, it used to be such a, a high job. And now it's, well, yeah, you shit out some kids. Great. You're a mom. We're all moms. Great. But are you making money for the family? Are you putting in some a paycheck? Are you doing this? And well, and I think my, like 
you know, men and women are different. And she was saying like fathers feel different where they have their own struggles and we are all wired differently. And men have this, we need to, you know, provide and whatever, but they, they can be a It's just, they don't have the motherly attachment that, and I'm generalizing, of course, because I don't know very many good fathers, unfortunately, but I know they exist. Lee, I know you're one of them judging by your Facebook posts and your, and a lot of things, but I just medicate the children a lot. <laughs> See, you and I have something in common, <laughs> but it's true. But, we're, we're wired differently. We were made to, to breed the babies and the men were supposed to, you know, at some point, but I realized that's well, not a good uh, point of view anymore. <laughs> well, my impression with Allison, her situation is that it's, actually more complicated in a way than just that she's not feeling successful enough because I think she realizes she does have success but like she said and of course as we get into the Thursday show I think they kind of go together at this point is you know she doesn't have that same ambition for the hustle that you know that's the word she used that she used to have and that she's beating herself up over that more than anything is what it seemed like because she knows she has a successful podcast she is making a quote unquote paycheck, you know, every month or whatever. So she's got, you know, hundreds of Patreon subscribers and she's got a book coming out and stuff like that. So she knows she's successful. I mean, who can make an income with a podcast? Not right. very many people. Most people are saying they don't make any money off their podcasts. Yep. And she so, can do it. And it's huge. Right. And I think even Daniel yeah. said on the Thursday show, yeah. you know, and what everybody says is it is a transition and transitional times are so uncomfortable and she doesn't know where she's going to land. So I right. agree. It is more yeah. complicated because I chose to do what I chose to do and she chose one thing and is moving to the next. And now it's like a transition. So not only yeah. is it a transition, but now you also have to feel like, are you a valid human in life now? Just because you had sex with your husband and you had a baby like that's and I will doesn't equate the to thing, much to to on paper I guess well the thing is and and I'm not in any way dismissing how she's feeling now but even I knew even back when she was talking about waking up sad and stuff like that this is all stuff she talked about before she was ever long before she was ever pregnant very true. I remember on the old Thursday show they had an episode with part of the title being waking up sad. And it was because she would wake up in the morning sad. And that and makes she's so sad. Yeah. And she wondered if that's how she thought that's how everybody woke up in the morning. And I everybody else was like, no, people that don't like sun wake up sad. Well, yeah, so. I don't, I don't know. Cause Jenna, all, Jenna also doesn't like sun. That surprises me. She's such a sunny <laughs> I know. person. Yes. Yeah, like well, we might as well talk about Thursday because this is going to roll into it <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Daniel's intro, I thought was hilarious that he's like, um, let's just rhyme with culvert. So I don't fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) And and he got it right. And nobody complimented him on it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Maybe it was his fourth try. Right. I even thought what it really really was his fourth try. Cause it was forced a little. He's like culvert. (laughs) I'm going to get it right this time. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. One thing, and this is not a criticism, it's just something I noticed that maybe I wish he wouldn't do, is when he says, Allison Rosen is your new best friend show, he says it too fast. I don't know why he speeds it every time. You know what, and I now you guys noticed will... that, but now I'm going to hear that. Now you will, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I will. He, like, he says everything else at a normal announcer speed, but then he says that Allison is your new best friend show, like, really fast. 
Hey, Rafi. Yes. Raphael, are you going to go back and re-listen to the Monday show? Um, I listened to it twice this week, so oh, no. okay. All right. I started counting the likes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Who don't, did that? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't even notice it anymore. Can I tell you what bothers me more is the ums bother me so much. And I feel bad because I think it's because of editing where I'm like, I'm, and I just said like, uh, I edit out all, as many ums as possible. So when I, appreciate I hear that. Allison's show, I think, <laughs> uh, Colonel Jeff, you can't. So he literally doesn't go through it like, like again, he doesn't or, comb, he doesn't comb through it the way I do because they probably just have a few. Okay. We took a break here. We need to just cut that out, but they leave everything else in, but the ums kill me. And now that was my issue. Kill me sometimes more when I'm doing them because like I said on another episode, when my likes start, it's like a snowball effect and they just start piling up and I can't yep. stop. And Did that's what it is them? with the Monday guests too. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what would drive me to distraction with Dustin was his likes. He didn't do that. I didn't feel like, um, no, nope, I'm no. saying, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, like and, too, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I've been saying it all along, but now I'm noticing again, but I didn't notice it so much when he used to record with her because he was a guest a couple times and I thought he was great. But then when he came on, or not a guest, but a special co-host or whatever, um, back when she was with Corolla. But when he came back, he said like way too much. Plus he stopped her from talking about Corolla, which I haven't forgiven him for. So, <laughs> but that's my little beef. Whenever anyone stops her, I think, no. <clears throat> right. Just let her she go. Was starting... She doesn't get it often and, and let her have it. Yeah, he told her to move on. And now that I'm on Dustin, you can cut this out. But my other issue with Dustin was that he said, just to be a contrarian, <clears throat> I never watch House of Cards because everybody likes it. And I'm like, I hate that so much when people are like that. So, okay. Now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I just want to get that off my chest. I don't like people like that either. I, a lot of times, I'm okay I, with them not liking it, but yes. not because everybody else likes it. I had to I'm, say I originally have... when Twin Peaks came out, I thought mainstream America likes this, and they're watching thirty something. I don't want to watch any of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, and then you know, four years later, I watched the movie. I'm like, oh man, I'm missing. Yeah, you you're in. Yeah. Anyway, and, and you know, thirty years later, it's still like. <sighs> running in my veins man all right lee uh, yeah Get back is. to likes <laughs> <laughs> well you know when when everyone is uh like the television shows when when uh uh game of thrones or walking dead and everyone's really enthusiastic i go out of my way to avoid watching any any of it only because it sounds really really good and i don't want to dedicate that amount of time mm. into <laughs> on my butt staring at the box well that's different i can i can respect that <laughs> but just but i do have a problem with some when a sentence starts with i'm a contrarian i'm done i'm out right. yeah. I, and he might as well just say i'm too cool for right. this show because yeah. everyone else likes it and i'm better than everybody right. else it's basically I, I what he's saying that's a real that's a that's a real i hate it <laughs> <laughs> so back to uh we were her little cherry pies which she said first of all she never gives a reason for her carbs and i was like oh good I was like, and I, how about this? And I thought that was really nice. We got to hear a backstory on why <laughs> she likes cherry, why she was, we were her little cherry pies. I didn't realize it was cherry season. California is not I. great for cherries. We've tried. 
I love cherries, but I also thought it was because it was it's Twin Peaks season. And I thought, well, maybe that's why she picked cherry pies, because that's... And Daniel didn't say anything about that. So I thought, okay, no. it's just because of her Instagram and people posting things. So good for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they started off with the Instagram story, which was great. That was amazing. Oh, my <laughs> word. Dave, Dave, and I say this every time, but I have to say it again. Dave has... He's nothing like he was on Professor Blastoff. I think really? Rafi agrees with nothing. You said like, he was kind we, of a straight man, wasn't he? Right, right. Okay. Yeah, you don't get okay. the hilarity that he is on Allison's show is amazing. Like I didn't, I didn't know he was so hilarious, and he's so quick on Allison's show. Like, and I assume he's funny. Like as a comedian, I have to admit I don't really know his comedy, but on Allison's show, he's like a different person. He's so hilarious, but he's, I feel like yeah, you're, he's I thought he was the boring one on Professor Blast. He was the boring <laughs> one. Interesting because I wouldn't, I can't. He must have really had to dial it down because he's so funny and quick. I know, and he and, just meshes so well. Every one of their stories. I mean, she's wondering, do I have a mania because I'm obsessed with this Instagram? And he turns it into something hilarious. Yeah. Oh my word. He was so funny and we that episode needed that comic relief <laughs> oh boy did it ever <laughs> yeah what i was gonna mention is number one instagram i don't understand the point of it i realize leanne you pretend not to use it because you can't see it and <laughs> i wish i could use it because <laughs> those instagram stories i would like to, i know there's audio to it but my screen reader won't even acknowledge that she's posted Instagram stories. Oh, you're, so. your your uh, screen reader reader is a contrarian. So yeah, I he's a real jerk. Yes, I thought it was a woman. See, see what happens. It can be, but mine's a he. Well, good good for you. So I don't understand the point of having Instagram. I didn't understand Instagram stories. I didn't know what that meant. And they kind of described it a little bit. So now I kind of understand it. Doesn't mean I'm going to get it, but I now understand what Allison's doing. And I think it's a perfect vent for her to just have her little blips and what, I don't know. I kind of hope this kind of thing just goes away because the whole thing is just kind of annoying to me. But I think that's because I'm old. I don't know. Rafi, are you into... I deleted my Instagram from my phone, but I do have an account. So I just, I just, I don't know. I guess I don't care enough, Rafi. My, my preferred social media is Twitter, but, um, I do check Instagram and Snapchat is like right on the verge of like deleting it. But I don't know. Occasionally people it's, it's how I get, I used to put like funny pictures on Instagram, but then I deleted that account. So now I just do that on Snapchat. But Instagram is because it's owned by Facebook. I hate it. I hate their algorithm. Mm. I hate everything about it, but you have to look at it. And then fortunately, you know, you every now and then you get some good things like you get Allison's stories and then you get Daniel's story where he uh, talked about snapping at Allison on this uh, Thursday episode. So, yeah, I have I, to That's interesting because I didn't I didn't see that what happened as him snapping at her. But now when he says that, now I can kind of see maybe that's how, what he was feeling like he was doing. That was such an interesting thing, that whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was that bad either. And when, like, from his explanation on his <clears throat> Instagram story, I was like, oh, man, I wonder what happened. Then when I listened, it was not that bad. Like, no. but maybe that's just because I know well, they kind of 
I did. I felt that. I felt it was a little worse than some people did. Actually, I I, th- I I was uncomfortable, but I thought what I thought was there was a lot of heart there because um, well, first of all, I felt bad for Daniel because what he said sounds so sad, you know, and and he does sound like he's on the edge. Actually, I kind of worried about him even a little more than Allison. When he was he, talking to about... To me, he always seems kind of on the edge. He seems yeah. like a maybe a little high strung, where uh, maybe a lot of anxiety. And so but I've just always like, kind of gotten them from him, but... He just kind I of think, laid it out there, though. Like, I only yeah, have time true. for, for <laughs> kids sleeping and, and going to work. And like I was like, ooh, ouch. But yeah. I think the heart, what was, in a way, I thought was interesting that I liked was, I don't know, the concern that Allison had about it. Because... You know, I think they're still a good couple. Right. But they're just under a lot of stress right now. I really didn't think that it was that much worse than the Bickersons that they've been before. It just seemed seemed kind of just funny. And I once he left the room and she was kind of apologizing and talking about him as if, you know, he wasn't there because he wasn't there. But she was kind of bringing it up. And I was I was really surprised. I thought I feel like it's gotten worse than that before. Well, maybe expressions, too, because they all agreed it wasn't good. True. Because none of them uh, said, oh, no, it wasn't bad. They all acted like it was very awkward. Even Jeff. That truth was eye-opening for me. And I thought it was funny that Renee said she laughs when things are awkward. And I do the same thing. So Yeah, I know people do that. I I think where it went south, Allison used the word hustle. And I know people who have... They work in the in the TV and movie industry, and after each job, they're unemployed and have to go find another job. Right. So they're unemployed one day to the next. And I kind of get the impression that's what she, she meant by hustle. Yes. Where you don't yeah. know where your next job, your next paycheck, day to right. day to day, <clears throat> right. writing in, in and a creating. Sense, hustling is like prostituting. Like you're trying to sell yourself for the next deal. And yeah. so I think she was saying it in more of a negative light, and he's thinking – Oh, I just like a like a slug. I don't move like fast, as in hustle. Yeah, like, move I think fast. That's a work. good point. I didn't really think about that as a thing, but obviously he felt like it was bad. They both did because I actually saw. I I said this on the Facebook thread about it, but I saw on her official Facebook page where somebody said it didn't sound so bad unless Jeff uh, edited some, and she said that he didn't. But all day yesterday, she and Daniel were wondering if they should ask him to edit, but he already oh, had turned the podcast. So I think that in the room, it was a lot more than what it might have felt like to right, us, right? Because because she did say we know we decided not to because we don't we don't edit, and Jeff already turned it back into us. But I don't think that they normally talk all day about whether or not they should take something out. So I think there's <clears throat> sadly a lot of truth to what happened there. And that, that's stuff that they're going to have to address together. I think he took it as she's calling him lazy instead of saying you're selling yourself. <clears throat> to Which is to, interesting. Because yeah. like, I don't. You know what Lee that was saying. Like you are literally jobless until the next thing you can scrap. And I don't up. think that's what. And I never even took it as. That's what Allison was saying until Daniel got upset. I I was like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. When she gave her explanation why she said not you, Daniel, it made sense (laughs) to me because he has a day. He has he's working a regular day job, and so she was asking the people who aren't. But his he turned it around to this is not even what I want to be doing. I want to be doing a hustle, you know, type thing. And I was like, oh crap. (laughs) So does everyone get to do what they want to do? Some people. 
I don't think yeah. so, but I mean, I would it, guess about eighty-five to ninety percent of the people in the workforce are doing what they're I, doing because, well, here I am. I'm turning fifty years old this year. I have no idea what I want to do when I grow up. Oops, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your next job. You're hustling. <laughs> You're hustle. <laughs> there. Did you what just, was that? No. I would point. at least want Did you, you just, to answer it and see who it was. <laughs> Be like Greg Fitzsimmons and answer it. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then I'll give you my credit card number and you can pay for something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, oh, yeah. I just killed the mic until find... they hang up. Okay. Somebody needs to ask Fitz if he paid her back. Yes. We're starting. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my family calling. Hey, are you done off, off the air yet so you, we can come home? <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> no, I'm not. Send no. them, did you send them away? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Ooh, I was wow. going to do that so I can sit in the air conditioning and then I thought, nope. I'm going to tough it out. Let's see what I can do. Oh, Take man. a shot and drink your beer, which I did. And I finished a water, too. I've, I've almost finished two waters. All right. So. What was I saying? Up. Oh, people getting to do what they actually yes. want. Oh, to. Right, right. Yeah. That's yeah it. And it's like, oh, what, are you good at your job? Well, yeah, I'm good at my job. Well, then that must be what you want to do. No, it is not. <laughs> but that's what I'm going to do because I have a mortgage and a family that depends on me. Yep. And. Yep. Uh, you know, Daniel's probably very good at his job, but is that necessarily what he wants to do? Well, don't right. assume that. Nope. No, I, yeah. that's true. I, well, I guess we can't because he told us it's not. <laughs> right. And the things that we do in our spare time and, you know, right now, especially, I think he's going in, into a transition also because he probably could have come oh, yeah. home before and done things that he liked to he do did. and do art. He was doing it. Right. Yeah. And so now that takes a step back. And I know I shared on this podcast many times that the first 10 years of my kids' lives, I really didn't do anything for myself. So doing the podcast was not my idea. But when it got brought to me, I thought, ooh, this sounds fun. And it'd be something I can do for myself that's fun. And I don't do that. So then it became, now I have this shed where I can create my lowercase a art. And... <laughs> But it's it's a release and it's something I've always been into doing art. But after 10 years of not doing much, because being a parent is a lot of interruptions where you think, well, I'm going to really start a project and have everything just, you just don't have time. You just don't. So eventually he will have that time again. And eventually Allison will have some more no normalcy. Luckily, she picked something where she could still really be a great mom and have her job at the same time. Right. For Honestly, because it's different when you are sending your kid to daycare for eight hours. It's a different mm -hmm. experience. And she's not going to have to do that, I don't think. I think she'll be a very much more hands-on mom. And, yeah. you know, what she does for work, I think she'll be able to do it. And writing and stuff like that. Yeah, you're going to have no sleep really does change you. It, it makes you an insane person. And it's not fun. And I feel for them. I was even thinking today, I thought... Maybe I could just come be their nighttime nanny so they could just sleep at night. But I just want to help them. I always want to help anyone that's struggling with being a new parent. I feel for them, but I also just like want to take care of every everybody's kids at yeah. the same time. Where I'm like, I just want to take, <laughs> take care of you. <laughs> See, you are so nice, despite your rants earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wish that I could have or I would have just had my own kids and adopted <clears throat> at the same time. Because I love... Having a full house of chaos and just oh wow, you know I I don't know I just I I loved being a nanny and being not just a babysitter like I loved teaching them life right. and things that that I wanted to teach my kids once I had kids and it was just and it was an amazing experience and now taking care of a kid again I feel like 
wow, I can do all those same things and teach her different things. And, and hopefully her parents like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <guess> what? <laughs> that's but, what happens when you're with a kid that much. You know, whether it's your kid or not. There was a part where Allison was talking about that Instagram is making her, you know, jealous. And I thought something that Jeff said about that was really good, where he said, you know, basically told her, you're comparing your inside to their outside, but we don't really know what's going on on their inside. So true. And I'm like, yeah, very, very true. Very, you know, that's a different way of saying, you know, something that, you know, people try to tell her all the time. But I think that was a cool way of saying it. It really was. I thought he had the best voice of reason. And I think we yeah. I mean, we all say that, you know, I look at social media and I think I don't fall for it as much, even though sometimes I will where I think, oh, your life's so freaking perfect. How lucky are you? And then I think, no, I really think people represent themselves the way they want you to see them, not the yeah. way it really is. And I, I would love to see what that social media page would be where you really are just telling the truth and showing what's really going on and not in a way where oh I just want attention you know the people that are like oh my life sucks just because they want people to comment right. on that and get to get attention not that but in a way of hey this is my kids aren't totally dressed perfectly right now and the, the shot's not perfect and I'm actually yelling at them the entire time <laughs> we're trying to take this picture that's what's really going on <laughs> But, you know, and just to, to, to be honest, I mean, but it is hard. It's it's a hard boundary because you don't want to infringe on people a lot of times, too. I mean, when I called Rafi today, the first thing he asked me was, how are you? We That's how you what you say to everybody Aww. in life. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. And uh-huh. I said, eh, good. Could be better. I'm just going to say <laughs> good because oh. if I tell the truth, like things are fucking horrible right now. But I don't want to be that person that's just like, let me dump it on you, even though you asked. (laughs) And I know he would listen, but I just don't want to dump on people, you know. So there is that other aspect of let's just make everything light and airy. But I think 99% of it is people want to represent themselves in a way that they want you to see, not in reality. And that's what Allison is jealous of, is of their pretend lives. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, as much as people have, they're never happy with what they have. Rarely, anyway. They want more or something different. And I'm so, Um, so, I said it last week, I'm so proud of her. And she put this perfectly, having a depression storm where you feel like it's coming on. And I feel... Like I'm, I'm having one of those right now. And I think that she has an even darker cloud because when you're a new mom, it's just, you have so many hormones and so much responsibility. And then you also have this, well, now who am I in this transition? She just has so much that she's trying to deal with right now that I just, that, that was the main reason why I really felt just worried about her. And I'm glad she's getting help. Yeah. And I hope the medicine thing, whatever they help her whatever they try her on will work so they don't have to fiddle around with it too much yeah you know my wife had to uh get off all of her prescribed medication because uh they were just had to keep moving it around and uh what she's found out worked best for her personally was simple over-the-counter vitamin of uh, saint john's wort really really yep Hmm. it's done miracles for her well, that's that great. Is really good to hear. You know, at our old house, I always say at our old house, we did so much, but we used to grow that. And so my husband would try and make all kinds of homemade tinctures and homemade medicines and herbs and vitamins and and things like that. And we've gotten so far away from that. And I didn't realize that that would be some. So that was more of like a mood enhancer, or well, she has bipolar disorder, and the uh, wow, and that the, helped her. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought yeah. that would help. Yep. The with that. The prescribed stuff ended up <clears throat> making things so radically worse. But St. John's wort is significant enough that if you 
are on a prescribed medication, make sure your doctor knows that you're trying to take St. John's wort also. It's, it's got enough uh, active whatever in it that uh, your doctor does need to know if you're on St. John's wort because it will interact with other medications. Wow. Yeah, because I knew somebody who tried that and it didn't really help them. So I guess it just depends on the person. It wasn't bipolar, though, but it was, you know, just right. she was feeling depressed. Well, and Yeah, a lot of the yeah, depression. But yeah, everyone's got a different uh, physiology. So what <clears throat> works for one person might not necessarily work for the next. But, you know, sure. something to keep yeah. in mind. It's yeah. like my raspberry hibiscus tea that helps me sleep at night. I don't know what there is in that, but boy, that sure helps me sleep at night. My husband would make me poppy tea and you know what that does, <laughs> but I would go <laughs> harvest all the poppy seeds out of our California poppies and he would make that tea and it's just, ah, oh, I would sleep so, so well, but we haven't Please. done a lot of that. Last night he made fennel tea for the family. So that was, that was good. But uh, little Rafi, how's your depression storm? Well, when they were talking about waking up and saying, I want to die <laughs> or mm. like, fuck, I was like, Sounds about right. Yeah. And then you said that people who like uh, who don't like the sun uh, wake up like that. I fucking hate the sun. See? I love winter. I love the fall. My sister once told me that people who don't like light, I don't know, she said something about the devil or God. I don't remember. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I hate the heat and the sun brings the heat. I don't mind like a nice sunny day or whatever every oh, now and then. Mm-hmm. But first thing in the morning, I like like I like sleeping. I don't want to wake up at three in the morning and fucking you well, know. Everybody three would... in the morning is not yeah. the time that you need well, to wake up. Well, it's not sunny, up. but that's not a human's yeah. time to wake up. Right. It's that wrong. would make anyone upset because I yeah. wake up <laughs> typically fine in the morning, but not that. Not then. <laughs> uh, I wake up the way Colonel Jeff does, and that just makes my heart flutter to hear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because when I wake up, I, you know, the sun's shining and I'm just, I usually have such a good outlook on the day and then it's usually shot down pretty quickly. But I get up and what I used to do, like the sun's shining, I get up, I feed the cats, I start my coffee and I like can't wait for that like time by myself. Just going to sit, I'm going to drink my coffee, the cats are eating, everybody's happy. Oh, and I go out and feed the dogs (laughs) and everybody's happy. And then I go to wake up the kids and I, this is literally how I used to wake them up. You know the song from Singing in the Rain, the good morning song? Yes, yes. So I would go and open their curtains and good morning, good morning. That's that every there's, single day. There's your intro song for today. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember telling my therapist that and she was just like, Oh, that's no. <laughs> she said no, that my mom used to sing that's... and she went to an insane asylum. I'm like, oh <laughs> <gasps> What? What? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm like, I'm just trying to be positive and bring sunshine into... (laughs) Is that that bad therapist? Yes. Oh, man. I hate her. (laughs) But my son is the same as you, Rafi. He prefers an overcast day. He prefers it raining. But he also likes to wake up before the sun comes up. He loves that feeling of... But he's also a night owl. So he wants to stay up until like 1 in the morning, but he wants to be up before the sun. See, that's me. So it's yeah, just, that's okay, you need to figure it out because you're not going to get enough sleep that way. I, I don't get enough sleep, but I stay up late and wake up early. Like my brain won't let me sleep sleep in typically. I mean, once in a while, but typically it won't. But I also am a night owl. So, Leanne, do you let your cat sleep with you? No, because Bill's, well, two reasons. Bill's allergic to cats, but Vincent would jump on us in the morning. 
Because oh. he's already meowing outside our door, which is why I wake up probably early in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> I'm shocked to hear that Colonel Jeff doesn't let them sleep with him. Me too. I, I was thinking about that today. I was like, totally really? shocked by that. Just really? Yeah. My cats yeah. would be scratching at the door. They just love to sleep, but they're very, like, they don't wake up until oh. I wake up. Oh, what good kitties. Yeah. They, like, wait. They wait. What else did you guys like from this episode? <laughs> Al was probably. Probably the most open slash, I wouldn't say emotional, I can't go the other word, that he's ever been. Talking about how, you know, he, last week's episode make, made him feel homesick for, you know, for the show and how he really missed being on the show and having that outlet to laugh. And I was like, wow, Al, you're getting a little sentimental here for you. <laughs> he's been on, on a lot of stress, you know, moving, driving all the way across country and unpacking everything. And well, he's got to be exhausted. He has a lot less to unpack than he thought because on the Sorry Not Sorry, I don't know if you guys are caught up with that, but they had to leave. Oh, yeah, and he mentioned it last week. They had to leave a lot of their furniture. I think all the only furniture they could take in the end because he misjudged the amount of space that they would be able to put in the pod that they ordered or whatever. And so they could only bring their bed, a couch, and the crib as far as furniture goes. And they had to get rid of everything else before they left. And that was... The day of moving that they figured that out. Ouch. Yeah. So that's crazy. So he says the house is very empty right now. So that was probably part of the depressing because he said it was he was very depressed when he on the sorry not sorry episode. He said that they were very depressed or he was very depressed the first day he got there. The upstairs air conditioner not working like that's what you need. He says he's sleeping on the um, floor downstairs, like not upstairs right now. So things aren't great for him at the moment. It doesn't sound like. Plus, he's probably starting a new job. Otherwise, I don't think he would have gone there yet. So. Well, and then I wonder if it's a central air and it's just slightly cooler on the lower floor. I can't imagine window air conditioners in Atlanta. Yeah, probably not. And he said that the upstairs air conditioning, one of the upstairs ones was. Oh, yeah. And Daniel's mom getting scammed. You mentioned that, right? You started to mention that? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's scary. You know, the whole thing with the, we'll send you a check and it'll be for more than the amount. And I've seen so many people sell cars and motorcycles. I mean, they use the same scam on them and it's successful enough for them to keep doing it. I guess so. And then that air conditioning thing too. That was like, but I was wondering, I thought that's where that story was going. But, you know, otherwise, why would he have told the story? But I was like, that must just be a video, a fake video. And sure enough, I'm like. So does anybody report that person? Like call him back and well, you know. you'd sure think there'd be some sort of repercussions where you could, you know, where's where's twenty twenty and John Quinones when you I need know. it? I know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So have either of you ever been scammed or attempted no. to be scammed? Yeah. So. Yeah. I get the attempted uh Microsoft calling, you have a problem with your computer. Uh, I get that one fairly often. I haven't gotten anything that I can think of yet, so I'm fortunate on that. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. It's not a a scam as such, but I I did uh, get an email from a Nigerian prince who's having a heck of a hard time getting his money out of the country. So, oh yeah, well, once I probably got, that clears, I've probably gotten emails like that, but they go to my spam, so I've never, I don't even like, I I didn't even, yeah, that would be a scam, but I wasn't thinking of that because obviously. You know, could yeah. you uh, forward me that email? Well, I, I think I could help them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have been scammed uh, by the Nigerians, by the way. And I've had no. And I would just tell them, oh, go ahead and send me your money order. So then I would go put it in the bank. And of course, it's nothing. But through Craigslist and eBay and stuff like that, people always are contacting you to. Right. 
Yeah, and that might be why I haven't because I don't deal with that at all, like eBay or any, I don't sell anything. So it's always fun when you respond to them. You know, they. I'm very interested in your item, and you right. just say, <laughs> "Oh yeah, your item." <laughs> yeah, Sir or madam, your item. Yeah. <laughs> so because. Um, my parents have family in Mexico, so the, like my mom got a call once that said, you know, these bad people, they have your uncle. Ooh. And she's like, oh, oh really? no. And then they're like, yeah, they want money. And then she's like, which which uncle? And then they're like, ma'am, we're very serious. We yes. have your uncle and they're going to kill him. Just say Jose. Uh-huh. It's always Jose. <laughs> <laughs> and so she'll be like, she'll be like, oh, yeah, OK, that's fine. Go ahead kill him <laughs> we never liked so, him anyway <laughs> yeah it's just a dumb scam and but it could work on someone if you do have a oh, family sure. member in, in mexico you could be like oh shit what if they got him that but, happened here with my my mother-in-law they mentioned somebody that we knew but it was somebody that we were kind you know friends with and they said oh we're on a trip and there were a couple of times oh we're in jail we need money and then there was another yeah. one oh we're on a trip and someone stole all of our money and you need to send us money. So I remember my mother-in-law calling my husband saying, should I send money? I'm like, oh my gosh, they just prey on everybody that will listen. Yeah. That's why well, you got to that- ask them to like send you, well, like if it was in Mexico, I'd be like, send me his ring finger. And <laughs> if it's not, I know my, I know what my dad's hand looks like. Yeah. So, I can no. get you a toe. You want a toe? I can get you a toe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Some that's- random toe shows up UPS. <laughs> on, on ice on ice at least yeah <laughs> i thought it was a good episode i think they were really worried but i think it had a good a great you know every episode can't be you know just laughs the whole time right it's nice and it really always. was but i think the beginning started off rocky and not in a uh-huh. way that we noticed very much a hundred percent and so <laughs> then allison's second guessing every little thing but everything yeah. that it turned into was funny so it was i do like super uncomfortable. It was just, wow, this is really funny. I do have one thing that I wanted to suggest to Allison, but I want to run by you guys first. I think that it would be cool if she still had Al read the iTunes comments and she just Ooh. send it to him. He record it and send it back. That's good. I mean, that seems easy enough. That's a great he idea. He doesn't have to be there for that. Yeah. So well, I wanted it, to ask her about Especially that. if Al was looking at the iTunes comments himself, so she wouldn't even know which ones he's going to read. Ooh, that's even better. Oh, that's even better. I don't know if Allison would... Give up that much. Give over that control. Yes. Because she has... I mean... Probably she'd trust Al, but I think that she does like to have complete control over <laughs> stuff like that. But maybe. But yeah, that would be cool, too. But at least if because he doesn't have to be there to read it, he could just record it on his iPhone. That's good enough sound for that. And like he does his updates and read it there. Jeff can still play the music behind it. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Then we, But we still have to find a weekly way for Jenna to be a part of the show. Maybe they need to do a snack chat where it's with both of them. <laughs> so you should be supporting Allison and Daniel and everyone on the Thursday show in any way possible. Some of the options would be to support her on Patreon. You get to hear Daniel's podcast, even if you don't give any money, apparently. It's free after a while. And you can support Daniel. His new Eat a Bag of Dicks pin is out, which I purchased promptly after receiving that notification at qzart.bigcartel.com, I believe. 
Um, you can rent Fun to Hug if you still mess, miss Jenna. Patreon's a great, great place. Check it out. Jenna was the latest, the newest episode. We all received, those of us at the $25 level, we just received a fun little package of stuff. They're not saying what it is yet, so I guess I won't. But um, in the mail that I'm sure Rafi particularly enjoyed, there's my hint, if anybody has listened closely enough to know what Rafi likes. And uh, (laughs) that's what I got too in the mail. No, (laughs) Allison was right on top of Patreon last month, even more than more than usual. So, you know, we got even more than we normally do. I I feel like in a month, but we always get, you know, plenty each month. But last month I thought I felt like she was like right on top of it. And uh, the Jenna episode was really good. And Allison, as always, they talk, about more on the bonus episodes than they do you know on the regular ones not because they're trying to be exclusive but they want to be sure they're just like lisa was talking about earlier trying to make sure the you know trolls or moles or whatever you want to call them you know i'm not i ramble on the bonus episodes altogether Mm -hmm. Rafi, have you listened to the latest or are you updated on the tv podcast at all with daniel i am i don't think he's released the one for this week's uh, okay. Twin Peaks yet. I was just curious because I know he uh, asked for we, some yeah. suggestions for what to name the show and I didn't know if he had come up with it yet but I don't think so. I think number um, one it should either be TV time as a spinoff of Allison's show and they're probably oh, yeah. the best way because it really is a spinoff or tune in with Daniel or tune in with whatever. I, think, I like TV time. I think you should tweet that to him with that exact explanation since it is a spinoff of her podcast that seems perfect really yeah um and then she can be a guest sometimes that would be cool she's like oh this is the show that i fell asleep um (laughs) at at minute 10 (laughs) and and i'll just say that during a couple episodes ago alice or daniel and chris talked very nicely about allison and her podcast and why she's so good at what she does so for no other reason go find that episode i don't remember which one it is now but it was very cool to hear daniel's you know very sweet about allison but it's nice that he even says it when she's not right there you know it's good that he can do both ways actually because it would be bad if he wouldn't say in front of her too i know people like that well i think patreon for sure gotta support her it's totally worth it and all of her other sponsors that made an appearance on the Thursday episode, that made it really funny. And it was funny, yeah. too, that she chose that just really butted up against each other. So I hopefully I the sponsors agree with it. But it wasn't, you know, it was funny. So I liked it, it a was, lot. And it added to the show. So yeah. support her. I think it's time to talk about JMOs. <laughs> Lee, what JMO did you pick? I like the bread butts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, you know what? I like to toast them and put butter on it. That's my favorite part of the bread. Yeah. Really? See, I, I like oh, them. I don't mind them. I poo-poo them, and I think, ugh. And I like how they said, let's just call them heel. And I thought, well, when you call it's someone a heel. a heel, that's not really saying anything nice yeah. about them either. And <laughs> their revelation that it's just a roll. <laughs> right. It opened up roll. A bun. Like a, a bun, bun yeah. Right. And, but I think I always... So call it a bun I'm, instead of a butt. Right, exactly. And I do <laughs> eat them. Sometimes I'll save all, I used to save all the butts for the ducks. Same, same exact thing. I would have like a whole freezer full of butts just to take to the pond. But I will use them if I have to. And I use them inside out. So it doesn't seem like that they're, oh, they're yeah, butts. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't like them for sandwiches. I just like them as for buttered toast. About the ducks. You ever see the ducks where they got a weird hunk of wings sticking off at a 90 degree angle from their body? Oh no, no. You ever no. see that? Okay, it's because people feed them bread. They shouldn't be fed bread. Oh, that makes sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> if bread like, isn't good for us, it's not good for ducks. It's really bad for waterfowl. <laughs> You know, I've never seen that, but that Thanks really makes me. sense. Killing my duck feeding. Family. So I should just upgrade him some Cheetos. Corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throw some corn at him. Uh, Rachel just mentioned this for some reason. I don't know why. And yeah, it like it's bad for them. And you they it said you should feed them like grains, cooked rice, bird food. It said, <laughs> but yeah, bread. I I have like some childhood memories of going to like the city park and feeding some ducks bread. But had I known better, right. <laughs> Yeah, just like you're not supposed to feed cats milk. Milk. Right. Right. I think right, right. that our, our ducks, yeah. though, are city-fied by now that they rely on it. Oh, sure. <laughs> right. Sure, sure, sure. They're like... Well, if you ever like see Walmart one with a wing sticking now. off at a 90-degree angle, you go, oh, that's right. what that does. Whoops. You I'll know what? <laughs> you know what J-Mo has to be brought up? Which one? The one by J-Mo's for A-Rose, who's clearly trying to steal your identity. <laughs> because it was a a Seinfeld referenced JMO. Because if you guys remember, I'm sure you wrote it down. The oh, yeah. one about the envelopes. He or the she gist of it. said they were afraid right. that they were going to die every time or get poisoned right. every time that they lick an envelope. Or they at least think of that. Epi- yeah, they at least think of that that episode. Right. Someone actually because my first me. I'm not going to say who and said. I think I know who this person is, and I don't know. <gasps> it was, but Are you... it's, it's wrong path because for sure serious? it's not who who they thought it was. So. Oh, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. But I was but, like, yeah. what? Now they're sending in Seinfeld references. Now people are really going to think it is me or Rafi. I know. Rafi's they're going to get... no. <laughs> what? Who? No. No. What? Huh? <laughs> but beyond that, I do think of that episode more than I should actually. Because that was so ridiculous that she died from licking too many <laughs> envelopes. But I do think of that episode when I lick an envelope. So that was not just the JMO imposter. But unlike Jen Romolini or Romolini, I do not enjoy licking envelopes or stamps. Uh-uh. Yeah, we got the peel and stick stamps and envelopes. So I don't have to yeah. lick anything. Yeah, that's better. So much better. And I think okay. even Colonel Jeff was saying, you know, he kind of misses it, but then you can overshoot it and and whatever. But yeah. I do have a JMO that I was going to send in, but I'm like, I'm not going to send in a stupid envelope JMO. But <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, every time I go to put something in an envelope, my mouth waters because my tongue's like, okay, we're going to be licking an envelope, even if it's the self stick one. But it just it's Pavlov's Whoa. dog. <laughs> that that's a JMO because I have a feeling that's just you. But that's, that's what a JMO. <laughs> But that's what a JMO is supposed to be. Not the uh, not the obvious thing that you know everybody does. True. It's not the no shit Sherlock. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So you might want to send that one in. Am I the only one who, when they have to lick an envelope, they, they use a sponge? Or am I just an I old person or, I, or either a genius? Well, you're old. I don't, I'm too lazy for that. I used to do that <laughs> because I used to do, Even, I used to send out a lot of mail. Mail is kind of rare at this point. So... You're just old. Yeah. And I've always been afraid yeah. of overly watering it down or Yeah. Whatever. The licking gives me more control than putting a sponge on it. That's funny. <laughs> I think that the sponge gives funny. me the perfect amount. <laughs> Are your envelopes sponge worthy? 
my uh, my envelopes are very sponge worthy. But in, in the episode, in the Seinfeld episode, I think Susan like says something like it takes a lot of saliva for these envelopes. And he's like, so we'll pick up some Elmers. But he never did because he secretly wanted her dead. Yeah, isn't it? I don't think it was very really secret. Her off the show, and that was really what happened. <laughs> yeah, really? I think everyone <gasps> disliked her. Oh, they, they wrote her off that way. Oh, I've heard that rumor. Now that you mention it. I think they could have just had them break up, but they want to do something crazy because they're Seinfeld. <laughs> but George never liked her, right? Well, I mean, he did it at one point, but he didn't want to marry her or anything. Yeah, it just kind of happened. Yeah. She liked his home in the Hamptons. Unless Lisa can chime in with something else, I think that's a pretty good place to end it. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's good enough. You know what? Shout out to Bruce by Don for your JMO and the parsley, even though when I was a kid, I would eat anything and I did dip it in ketchup to try and eat it um, because I was fat and I, wanted wow. every- and I wanted to eat everything that was on the plate. But I do think that it, number one, I don't know what restaurants he's going to that still puts parsley on the plate. That sounds like an Elks Lodge thing to me, an elderly home thing. But it is for digestion and breath, I believe. And that was probably where it originated. I never, but I never knew that until they said that. I was like, "Really? Yep. I didn't know that was the point of the, of it. I thought it was for decoration or something." <laughs> we dry it out, and uh, it's used as just another powdered spice, along with dried celery and cilantro and everything. Else. Curly parsley is what they use for garnish. The curly po- or parsley. I don't know what that's for, but flat leaf. Yeah, we'll dry that out and use it. But also shout out to Jennifer Takaji because I don't know if she's ever had a JMO rib before. I don't remember her having one, and she's friend of the show. And um, yeah, I she let, is. I let my voicemails fill up only because the people who call me are usually some sort of salespeople or whatever, and they can't leave a message. So fuck off. <laughs> Not Jennifer. <laughs> the people calling me. No. <laughs> Jennifer Takaji is awesome, and I. I think I just said her name wrong, but uh, yes, she should have been on my list too. I hope you listened this far, Jennifer. I know. Did, did we meet her at Podfest? Oh, we did. We or met she, her she, for a brief minute. Hopefully she comes this year as well. I feel terrible now. Which Jennifer LA. does she live in? Okay, so she just tweeted today that she was, I think it was her, that just tweeted today that she ran into Susie Meister oh. at, while she was, I think, something to the post office that's a different gen oh that's oh okay pal gen oh Oh, okay okay i was was getting them mixed up and shout out to you too then shout out to all the gens including jen star we have lots who lives in in the seattle area that i might meet up with when i'm there but who knows oh cool there's lots of gens and i'm sorry if i get you guys mixed up but my excuse is i can't see your pictures I don't True. know if that's good enough. Anyhow, yes, Rafi, that is a good place to end it, even though we went even longer. But Lee, you can let your family come home now. Yeah, tell them they can come in. I'm going to wrap this shit up real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to be on this show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMC Guitars and every week on this show. Uh, Lee, where can we find you? I'm not at Lee Bruns on Aww. Twitter. I'm trying. I was trying for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SL Bruns one, or uh, you know, just the uh, Best Friends Fancast facehole page is usually where I'm hanging out. It's a good place to hang out. Leanne, where can we find you? You can find me at Leanne M Ward on Twitter or the Best Friend Fancast page. And we get 
we get there's common I shouldn't say we it's not even my page it's Lisa's page but oh it's all our page come on (laughs) but there's comments there every day so that's fun somebody at least posts something every day so I think that's a lot of fun I also write for a website called or a blog called Country Universe sometimes Um, so that's me if you like Florida Georgia Line go somewhere else but otherwise (laughs) turn left not right and if you would like <laughs> some crafty Twin Peaks art go that may or may not be destroyed by the weather or my <laughs> my hand, uh, go to Etsy.com and my store is called Blue Rose Lodge. Brittany, I fucking love you. Thank you and good night.